Three, two, one. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Myself, Amanda, and introduce yourself again. My name is Holly. Okay. Her name is Holly. Holly, where are you from? <laughs> I was born in Palm. Nope, that's a lie. Born in West Philadelphia. Born in Copyright. Copyright. Um, I was born in La Mirada, California. In 1987. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Anyways, guys, welcome back to It's All About Growth. I still don't know if that's going to be the title. It's all about growth. But that's what it is. Um, so yeah, um, been a little bit, two weeks. I've been slacking because, you know, life. Um, just call, Let's talk about a couple things that have been happening in the news. Have you heard about... We're not talking about Aunt Becky. Aww. But we can. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> we will talk about it. But the shootings yeah. that happened in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So I went, I actually been to New Zealand. Um, I went there almost three years ago. Um, I went to like the capital, the city, capital city. And there's only like a million people. It's a really, really quiet place. Everything closes down like around six or seven. It dies down. But um, people were really nice. Um... I don't know. I never really, and the place is beautiful, so I would never expect like that to happen in New Zealand. But it wasn't even in the capital. It was in Christchurch, which is more the southern area, not northern. Anywho, um, was your take on that? What do you? How do you feel? Oh, and did you hear that their prime minister has put a a, a ban on assault rifles? And assault weapon weapons mm-hmm. today, and this happened what yesterday. Mm-hmm. What do you? What do you? What are your thoughts? Maybe America should take note. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to see how many people I get upset with that. No, I. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. That's what you think. Well, because what people, do you think? Well, the people like the NRA or whatever, all their garbage and stuff like that. I th- what I think. Is I understand that people hunt and people whatever, but the yeah. assault rifles are not to not for the public. Yeah, hundred percent not for the public. I agree. And so what people are doing, uh, what I the way that I'm seeing it is the the people that are supporting the NRA and all that jazz or whatever. Like I think it's fine. You should you should be able to have a gun. Yeah. I do not believe that you should be able to have like an automatic weapon that can do a mass shooting. Yeah. Ever, yeah. I think the only reason to have license to have something like that would be if you're in the military. Yeah. Um, and that's only in a combat, like combat war. Like any other time, it's they should be away uh, somewhere. Um, I agree. But as far as like the assault rifles in New Zealand, New Zealand, the fact that he was on the spot like that, I think that it's perfectly fine. I, I, think I, was like, I think that was great. I was like, what? It took 24 hours, and they were like, nah, you've lost all your privileges, yeah, even literally. though this... It took how many instances? One. It was one. Yeah, and we've had how many school shootings? And it started, like, I, the first one I remember is Columbine. Yep. Now we've had how, like, affecting Florida. It everywhere. doesn't matter. It's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So, and people are like, oh, no, it's fine. Protect my rights. Okay, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But 
why do you need a semi-automatic pistol or rifle or how, how many holes do you need to put them in Bia? You're obviously not that good of a hunter. The poor thing, you can't even eat the meat now. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's actually, yeah. you made a good point because if you, yeah, because in the, the, the yeah. I, I remember learning about that. You just made a good point. So, but I agree. I agree 100% because I don't, I don't understand how assault rifles have been, they're being sold to just regular people. I don't understand why it's okay. And it's not even just assault rifles. There's pretty much military grade item or guns are being sold to anybody. And the idea that all these things have been going on for quite some time and the states have still refused to do anything about it is quite baffling. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, the whole thing with the children having mass shootings, the Sandy Hook thing, Mm -hmm. all these kids dying, children, kindergartners, and they still didn't want to do anything about it, Mm -hmm. then I'm like, well, they're never going to change it. Mm -hmm. Because if kids are being shot up, innocent kids, everybody's innocent, but... When it comes to children, yeah, you still don't want to change that. So, oh, but then they no, then they like no. What we're gonna do now is we're gonna arm the teachers. <laughs> so we want teachers to have guns in their classrooms. When mm-hmm. a teachers don't get paid enough for that, mm-hmm. but yeah, let's just have a bunch of teachers be in a room with these unruly children, unruly children, just to have a gun on their hand. Just and then one of them lose and their then one of them lose their mind, or one of them finds the gun and takes it off the, the teacher. Like mm-hmm. the wise, the choices that these people is baffling to me. Yeah. I mean, I've seen where they're the, the, this kid. He was sick and tired of it, so he created a lock like a door thing to make it so that they would literally slide it under and then it locks on the inside so that the, the shooter can't come in. But from what I've oh, okay. seen, um, I have seen where the school system supposedly had bought um, quite a few hundred of them or even a couple thousand. Um, but are they being utilized? Um, this kid was being proactive in making making this a thing. Mm. Um, but one of the things that I think is uh, pretty interesting about the news and stuff when it comes to these shootings and stuff like that is, um, is if you go, I, I believe in any other any other country, like uh, just for example, one of my uh, sister's friends is from Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and um, they show everything. They do the the most late up to do up to date news in regards to um, whether if there's a shooting. Um, they don't blur anything out. You see, you see all what happens. You see the blood. Yeah. You see the people like genuinely in just shock. Yeah. And what we see is just a blur on the entire screen. Right. Um, I think that if people are seeing the genuine trauma that this is a life that is now laid out on the floor yeah like there are kids that have ptsd because of stuff like this there's yeah. kids and these these are just the schools like let alone the teachers that are supposed to be able to now resume their classes as if nothing ever happened i mean i think what bothered me was when my niece last year came over to me and was like so what'd you do in school today oh we um we uh Prepared, you know how like a fire drill. Well, in case there was a shooter, we did a, a shooter drill. Oh, so they're doing that yeah, now. They did a drill. Oh. I'm like, that's so sad. I was like, I remember hurricane and tor- maybe tornado, tornado or yeah. whatever. Like sitting under the desk was really gonna do anything in a tornado, but <laughs> I mean, it just really that's crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah, the times we live in. I, I, I mean, this gun conversation will never stop as yeah. of right now. Like especially, um since like the NRA is so interwoven in a lot of things and you know I don't I will 
say this too, like I don't have a problem with guns. Yeah. Let's put it this way. My mom was in the military. She was like mm-hmm. yeah. a gunner star. She went up to the top rank. She mm-hmm. shoots gun and you know hits it. So she has I have a respect for the guns. I understand it there. Properly. You know, properly understand yeah. it. But I also know that I'm not gonna go out and try to buy some assault rifle. If I get a gun, it's gonna be like a little, you know, hand pistol or whatever. But I'm still even mm-hmm. then I'm not even gonna get anything. Yeah. But the idea of like living in two countries that I lived in that didn't have access, people didn't have access to guns. Mm-hmm. You feel safe. Their people are crazy mm-hmm. and they're gonna find other ways. But for the most part, the idea that somebody could just pull out a gun just out willy nilly mm-hmm. didn't cross your mind. Yeah. So, and even the police officers, only certain areas had guns. They all had tasers. They didn't have. Most of them didn't carry guns, mm-hmm. unless they're detectives and stuff, stuff like that. So it's not impossible. So the whole idea that America's like, it can't do it and blah, blah. Well, it can be done mm-hmm. or at least make it more stringent for getting a gun. Oh, yeah. But 100%. anyways, move on to a, a like, kind of-ish. Did you watch the Leaving Neverland documentary? Do you know what I'm talking about? There's a documentary that came out on HBO about um, Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah, okay. I've heard about <laughs> you it. You heard about it. You didn't see it. I watched it. Yeah. I watched that, and I also watched the R. Kelly one, too. Mm-hmm. But this one was, it's like four hours. It's two hours. One day was two hours. The next day was two hours. And basically, I don't know if you knew about the two boys. One of, well, two of the many boys that accused. Well, they didn't, they didn't accuse. When Michael Jackson was put up for trial... These two boys were the ones who basically told you know, the people like Michael Jackson didn't do anything. To me, the kid that was on, that was accusing Michael Jackson, they were like, he's lying, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But these two guys, one his name is Wade Robson. Mm-hmm. He used to be a choreographer for Britney Spears. Yes. And NSYNC and all that stuff. And he used to be on So You Think You Can Dance too. Mm-hmm. And then there's another guy, his name is James Safechuck. Mm-hmm. Basically, his short background Wade Robson is actually Australian. Mm-hmm. He loved Michael Jackson when he was like five years old, got in a, a dancing contest. Michael Jackson had a concert out there. He came through, won the concert, ended up meeting Michael Jackson, and his family met Michael Jackson. And then from then on, they started out this friendship when he was five. But then Michael leaves. But while he's friends with this Wade one, there's a guy in California, James Safechuck, which I don't, oh, he was in a, he was in a commercial that had Michael Jackson in it. And when they do commercials, like it might look like they're, sometimes they might look like they're interacting, but sometimes when you just have one shot of one person, that generally means that they may not be there at the same day. So the kid at the time, he was like 10 or 11, did his part of the commercial was basically him like embodying Michael Jackson, trying all these things on. And then Michael Jackson comes in and kind of says a line, but he's not there. But anyways, Michael Jackson saw the, video, the commercial and loved the, the little boy. And so they met on another set, whatever. They got along. Michael Jackson invites him over to his house, Neverland Ranch, the whole family. And then it just kind of snowballed from him staying over the, overnight, then moving up to James staying overnight and not only with his parents gone, staying in the same bed as Michael Jackson. Like when he was sleepover, he would sleep over Michael Jackson's bed. And then he went and said that like Michael Jackson sexually, well, taught him about masturbation and sexually abused him. Like there's a whole, it's a whole thing. So 
the whole, it's like, we all knew about this. Like I was around when Michael Jackson was on trial, um, but nobody really, since the kids didn't say that it actually happened, nobody actually believed them. Mm -hmm. But these ones, there's a couple of, there's a lot of things in there that just kind of make you side eye, like, this doesn't seem right but um there's one instance and i will we'll move on but james apparently michael and he had a fake wedding ceremony and mm -hmm. he pulls out and the, the documentary pulls out this like small ring michael jackson gave him like this gold diamond ring as like a ring for him to wear as if they're married and they did that when he was like 12 a little bit younger maybe about 10 and he has a, like he still keeps it but they had a little vow ceremony so they were quote unquote married <laughs> yeah there's a lot that there's a lot so i'm i mean i've always thought that michael jackson's weird because if you see mm -hmm. like the whole thing that goes through michael like he went through a whole bunch of little mm -hmm. boys like yeah they were all his best friends and mm -hmm. like this thing went into it where michael jackson would go over to the houses and have dinner and then send facts and like it was it's wild it's wild but after all that, it seems like people are starting to stop playing his music. They don't want to associate with him now. I know that Australia and New Zealand has permanently taken off his music from their, you know, Spotify and PlayStation or whatever. They're no longer playing them. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know now. Because it's the same thing that people do in R. Kelly, which R. Kelly, there's actual evidence. Mm -hmm. But as far as Mount Jackson, there's no real evidence. But that was a, I don't know. You don't. You don't. I know you don't watch that much. But if you ever wanted to watch, it, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Did you hear about the story of Jesse Smollett? No. Do you need? Do you pay attention to anything on the news? I might have heard about it. I just need a refresher course. He's the one that the um, black gay star that was in Chicago in January, the end of January, that um, said he was assaulted by two men wearing masks and wearing MAGA hats and calling him like the N-word and F-word and that they put a noose around his neck and poured bleach on him. You didn't hear about this? No. <laughs> You're the worst person I've banter with and you don't even know these stories. Rock me under it. <laughs> I mean, even on Instagram, I'm surprised nobody, like the people you followed and put up photos of him and writing it. I follow cats. You don't, you don't follow llamas. two people? Like cats or llamas. Or... <laughs> I've seen a lot of prey for New Zealand. And, sorry, not llamas. I prefer alpacas. <laughs> Same thing. Well... <laughs> no, they're not! <laughs> Alpacas don't spit and they're cute. Well, the whole story with that is because he's a star on a show called Empire. And it comes, come to find out that the story was a farce. So he made it up because he wanted to. Yeah. Wow, that took it a while took, for yes, you to. Okay. And you I'm got there. there. Holy yes. crap. <laughs> that took and they did see it on, uh, it was trending on Instagram. I was going to say, like, I, you, I did see you it, should yes. see that. I was just like, why is everyone so mad at him? And then I clicked on him because I didn't, I don't watch the show. So I, I didn't really know who he was. Yeah, yeah. And so 
<laughs> yes, I'm there. Yes, I did read about it, and I'm like, that's rude. Why did anyone do that? And then I just con- continued. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, all right. To me, like, okay, so falsifying a crime, I think, should also have a penalty. Right. Um, so you falsify, like, that's essentially saying, okay, it's like the unfortunate cases where people um, are accused of rape or murder yeah. um, and then sentenced and they're in jail and prison for however many years they are. Yeah. And then they come out, but the DNA evidence now shows that it never happened or it wasn't them or things like that. Like, okay, the millions of dollars that you're going to give that person is not going to give them that life. It'll help. It's not going to get that but life But it's not going to get that life back. Life yeah. So, lost. I mean, now this is a celebrity. This is somebody that's falsified in, like, you know, evidence. I think it should be the same thing. Well, you're going to get penalized for the same thing that Aunt Becky is because you know what I mean she did something that was wrong like you need like I don't care yeah. like no amount of money sh- like or fame or anything should be able to prevent you from now um ever ha- having to pay a fine or having to do something yeah um community service put them in freaking stripes and make them like pick up trash yeah that's what I agree that's something that I think should be done especially like in, so with Jesse um when they found out well the thing is okay the problem is with Chicago PD, they've been known to uh, fudge a lot of things. Yeah. And they've and it's a track record. I have friends that live there and they're like, this is a thing. So it's hard for people to trust the Chicago PD because they've just been known to be shady, period. However, with this case, the whole story when it first came out, like, I remember when I read it, because I have a lot of friends who are gay. And then, you know, we always talk about a lot of things that we brought, and I saw that trending on Twitter and I, you know, open it up. I'm like, my initial thing was, of course, I will want to, I always want to be the lead, yeah. the victim. Right. Always. Yeah, definitely. However, there are sometimes when it just hits you, just like, you kind of like, ooh, mm-hmm. I don't, because it was just too many things, like the whole, in the area of Chicago that he was in, it's not like Chicago has a lot of racism, but as far as the level of what he was talking about, like the fact that they were wearing the MAGA hats, wearing the ski masks, mm-hmm. and then throwing the bleach and doing the news, and then yeah. you hear from further on that the two guys that, that he hired on were two Nigerian men, two big <laughs> black Nigerian guys, yeah. who on camera went into a store, bought two hats, two red hats, two MAGA hats, two ski masks, all of that, you could see them on camera buying the items. Yeah, it's tracked. So it was just like, bruh, if you were gonna, like seriously, you didn't think this through, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. And apparently they're speculating that the reason why he did this is because he wanted a raise on the television show that he had. And he figured that this was a way to get a raise because does people- he, Does feel, he still work there? They, so he, there's like two season, two, excuse me, two episodes left from this season and they cut his pieces from it, but as far as being completely fired from the show, because it is another season next year or next couple months, they haven't said whether or not. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I pr- I'm pretty sure they're going to. Yeah. But, but you know, innocent until proven guilty, because there's no based off of everything they've said. Like he seems quite guilty, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things that went wrong. But it's neither here nor there. Um. Yeah, that one's a crazy one. You're fired. Yeah. Last one is Aunt Becky. <laughs> so okay, I mean. I went to uni, I went to community college, I've done all of that. I have loans that I pay for. However, I do know, you know, it's not, it's a known thing that a lot of rich people, usually when they want to get their child into something, like they'll buy 
you know, they'll usually buy like a, a library, like we bought this library, you know, for the school. Yeah. Let my child in. That's a known thing. We all know that happens. Yeah. And then the whole rhetoric about like school getting into these high prestigious schools a lot of the times lately has been like there's a lot of people of color who've been getting into it and then there's been a lot of uproar about those people of color getting into it that they got into it because of affirmative action and it's like okay cool but then you have stories like this like yeah. we all know that this exists so you guys got caught <laughs> mm-hmm. it's put out in the open and this those two are the only prominent celebrity ones that they've released mm-hmm. but apparently it's been like an upwards of 300 people that have been found out <laughs> so it's kind of like i i don't i mean if your kid can't get into school my thing is yeah you have all this money your kid it should already be set up from the get-go yeah like buy the best tutor the homeschooler that you can do that because i mean honestly like the idea like i i've never been the, a person that's into like oh you know I want to go to Harvard a right. I, I know I'd never never get I would never want but I also don't care yeah like, I don't I, don't I mean what I do the, where I learn doesn't classify who I am exactly or anything like that so when it comes down to it um I mean <laughs> charge them you know <laughs> service like, I think that there's okay see you did something wrong okay this was wrong you should have to pay for it yep you did pay a, a lot, lot of money. But I mean, like, to me, like, it's just so awful because, it, like I said, like, we were talking earlier about it, and it's like, she's, like, one of the daughters is a YouTuber. Like, I, Aunt Becky and John Stamos have been on David Dobrik's vlogs. And, like, <laughs> I mean, like, they hang out with David Dobrik. I mean, and he's a, he's a, he's a YouTuber, and he started off on Vine. Did he go to college? Maybe. But, like, also, like, you have the Jenna Marbles, all those people that are so successful, have their bachelor's degrees hanging up and, and master's and all that jazz on their wall, but they're literally sitting in front of their camera making millions. Millions of money. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, listen, Aunt Becky, like, sit down. Like, your kid is stupid, obviously. You Paid to. money for the, their grades to be higher and for them to... <laughs> I just still... I Just to drop out! I, I just... I, and for them to both... The daughter getting dropped by Sephora... She had a, a, a contract, contract with the Sephora. They were like, bye. I'm like, oh, that, see, all that. Do the children know that like this is how they got in? So or... that's another thing. You bring up a valid point. Some of the kids didn't know. Okay. So fair. I understand that. Like, I don't know if her children knew, yeah. but I feel like they did because yeah. Olivia, I don't know if you saw that video, but she had some video about her like saying, oh, school starts. Like next week, but I'm not gonna be there because I'm going to Fiji to because I have other things to do, and I really may not be. She based this is paraphrasing, but she was like, I probably won't be in school most of the time because I have other things to do outside of school. I just wanted to experience school and go to the parties and go to the football games. And she said that via, a, a, you're just kind of like, <laughs> so yeah. Oh God. Uh, I was like, come on, Paris. You, and I'm like, for real, I'm like, you have all that money. You didn't have to go. You really yeah. didn't. I mean, you took the spots of somebody that like Could wanted it and worked hard needed to. It. Like, mm. I mean, there are people that are into doing stuff like that. So like, that's the opposite spectrum of me. Like, okay, so the opposite is that they wanted there and they worked for that and they did, they got denied because you're you are they her. That's so jacked up. I, but you know what? I mean, I don't feel bad for them. They got caught, so now you get to deal with the, re- the repercussions, and that's what it is. Charge them. 
they'll be charged <laughs> and they'll pay that money and then life will go on yeah anyways we're gonna move on to the topic of the night topic change uh, y'all. all right anyways so topic i have a couple things we were just talking about aliens but we're not gonna talk about aliens oh we'll talk about them another day because that's they a exist. they exist we're oh. gonna talk about adulting oh Adulting. So, the, mm-hmm. adulting is a new term that has been put in. I feel like it's just been more recently, my, maybe like the past 10 years. Yeah. That's I been remember like being in rising. high school with Crystal, like, and that's what we said. Like, adulting. Uh, adulting. Yeah. yeah. It's been like a recent thing. And I'm like, you know what? Adulting is a thing. <laughs> because I. <laughs> can you recall the one, the first time that you actually had to go out and do something like get your own cell phone contract or mm-hmm. go call the doctor's office to mm. you know put in for hey i'm sick you mm-hmm. can't say hey mom i'm sick can you call a doctor you know you're like mm. oh i have to do that mm-hmm. so basically my thing is what i want to talk about is when you what were the first few things that hit you that you realized that oh man adulting I, i'm doing it <laughs> what are some of the things that happened in your life circa 2008 I remember I was working at Walmart. <laughs> okay. <what> was- <laughs> there was a T-Mobile Sidekicks line. It was purple and black. Yeah. Okay, well, I had AT&T. And I was in the fight with whoever had the contracts uh, for my phone. So I was like, forget it. So back then, when you sent images from your cell phone to an email, you actually had to pay for it. So I sent all my pictures oh, to crap, an email. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I sent all of the pictures to email. So their bill was an additional, like, I don't know, like 80 bucks. I blamed it on my mother. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I got the T-Mobile site slide and I opened the account and everything. That was when I was still working here, right before I went to New York. What? Yeah. That was like my first like, adult, aside from something. actually getting the job yeah. itself. Like I remember working at Denny's and getting like absolutely flushed and scared in the interviews and stuff like that but yeah frick you worked at denny's yeah that was my very first job but you didn't say that long could not do it it was disgusting <laughs> there was stuff that was like moving i don't know i don't want to know we don't no, i don't no I don't, it's different it's it's trust denny's me, i know is better better now it is better now but it was the the cash register they never cleaned it oh that's disgusting because so i can see like it bad. probably has like the, yeah it was, it, was, it was bad yeah so everything is <laughs> Like it look like we eat there now. Things are like a lot cleaner and yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, but yeah, when I worked there, I I think I was there for three weeks, um, because I just genuinely didn't have enough hand sanitizer or money to buy it. Like I'm not even. Kidding. I'm like I got. And one day I just didn't show up. And I was like I can't. I was like I, so I put an application at Walmart and I literally got a call after Chris Perry told me hey. You need to call them. You, you know because I had already called them like so many times. The person was on vacation. They knew my name. They're like, hi, Holly. <laughs> I'm like, can I be hired now? <laughs> and so that's when I got the job there. But yeah, that's, those are two like super prominent things. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Well, but I was making more than them at the, at the time. I was making 714, baby. Oh, man. My first job was 5.50 an hour at Chick-fil-A. Um, when did I, I can't even, like, because, I mean, after high school, I moved to Oklahoma because that's when I went to Rama for the one year. Mm -hmm. But even then, I didn't even consider myself adulting, in a sense, even though I was because I was living out. You were at school. You had that feeling you were still in school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't even, like, and even then, you still had friends that you were around, and we all lived around each other, so Mm -hmm. it wasn't, like, true adulting. Um, I think... 
for me, it mostly hit when I moved to South Korea, which yeah. might sound odd, but truthfully, it was more like when I got there, you get this whole apartment on your own, mm-hmm. and it's like, cool, I have to buy stuff, and now I have to buy cleaning supplies and I gotta buy toilet paper Mm -hmm. and I have to buy and it's just like oh and I have to pay an actual electricity bill and rent I'm like oh this is real this Mm -hmm. is what real people do this is is a a job (laughs) and then that hit me and then I realized too and was like um so I have to like save and you know as far as like retirement goes I gotta gotta think Mm -hmm. about these things um, but what really like solidified it for me as of recently is, you know, there's a lot of, I think, I mean, I already told you before, like I have a lot of my family members that have been sick. I, my uncle, like five people back to back, my uncle was basically on the verge of renal failure and basically almost was mm-hmm. on the cusp of dying. But for some odd reason he made it through. Um, and then talking about my mom and my grandmother's getting like her renal failure. And I'm just like, um, there's a lot of things we got to talk about, like discussing as far as like death. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like, that was like more solidified me mm-hmm. for the idea of like, oh, I have to adult now because my mother and my grandmother and my grandparents are not going to be around. They only have mm-hmm. a certain, like my mom has a few more years more than my grandparents, mm-hmm. but I'm like, eh, these are things I got to think about because mm-hmm. I'm like, they both have houses and if one of them dies, like mm-hmm. you have to go back and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was probably the biggest thing for me and do I like adulting? No. I, I don't. No, I don't want any part of it. I actually like I think too I don't like the idea that I don't like the fact that I've gone through high school and feeling gypped in a sense. Oh 100%. 100%. I was just having this conversation. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like man in reality yes there are a lot of things that we were taught in high school. You know mm-hmm. English, math but practicality practical things about living in mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. was non-existent yeah yeah i think that's why um honestly homeschooling is so great because okay. they have like okay so this girl just for instance her name is aria she's four i think maybe yeah the smartest kid that i've ever met in my life uh, jumps any any family member anybody this girl goes to the bank on the daily basis with her parents or a weekly basis to deposit money, to take money out. Like she makes her own thing. Yeah, she goes to the library. She, you know, they're they're doing life situations. And, and um, so a couple other friends of mine, like, you know, even Crystal, they have their kids homeschooled as well. And they're going to the bank. They're going outside. They're expelling the energy that is, like, causing them not to be able to focus. And then they're coming in and they're focusing. And so it's on a schedule that is is for them and also like they're able to live life and do life and learn life and i think that's what's the best about homeschooling that i've that i've noticed so far is i'm in public school all day and what did i do like mm-hmm. we compared between the classes who had the most rings on our head or like the marks on our head from falling asleep because it was so bad or skipping or whatever but it's like I mean, it's not so bad, but I mean, like, what did I learn there? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn how to um, go. I didn't know learn where to. I would have to take my dad, whether he needed to be cremated or if he needed to be buried. I didn't mm. learn how to, like, do any of the actual life things that I do on a day to day basis. How to find a job, mm. how to mm-hmm. apply for a job, mm-hmm. how to interview for a job would have been nice. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you want me to do speech class? How about instead, instead of speeches or 
not instead of maybe, but half speech, half, this is how you're going to address them. This is what you do. This is how you act. This is the, mm-hmm. the, the fundamentals of getting a job. Mm-hmm. Because regardless of where you're going, you're going to have to apply for a job. And even if you think that you're going to get that job because of what you've been taught, mm-hmm. you might not because of the way that you look and act because you can't present yourself in, a, in an interview. Mm-hmm. Like, these are things that I never learned mm-hmm. until I had it. I was there, red, tomato, trying to do it. Like, you, you know what? All of what you just said is actually very true. Because I didn't think about that. I mean, I, I, what you just said is exactly mm-hmm. what needs to be taught. And I also think, as far as like the budgeting aspect, mm, budgeting. life insurance, mm-hmm. house insurance, mm-hmm. you know, even like you're, you're just having insurance, like health insurance, all of the things that you mm-hmm. need to have in place, yeah. uh, paying into retirement. You, thank you. And then, and then I really like, like budgeting I feel like is number one I think a lot of people weren't taught that's something you yeah. still have to learn you have I learned, to I learned this year I learned and I it's <laughs> <laughs> like well you know 2018 I learned to budget yeah you but how old, I'm, I'm 30 yeah like I'm 30 already what yeah. if all of this time like in New York when, in in everywhere any yeah. job that I had like I understand I had I had but the I could have had things. a savings yeah. like that would have been I, I could have bought my car cash I could have done this I could, but I didn't because I didn't have a budget yeah. I was a kid when I got a job and yeah. there were things that I knew I had to take out of my paycheck but everything else was just spent yeah you spent it on everything else see wow. yeah. and that's the thing because I remember I took that Dave Ramsey, Ramsey course yeah that's a good one though years ago yeah. but well not years ago but maybe I want to say in a couple of upwards of like eight years ago yeah but that was when i that was the first time actually understanding yeah. what a budget was and that you could actually get out of situations because a two we're also taught that in order to get things you have to get a credit card or in yes, order to get things true. you have to get a loan because and you have to you have to have a credit score and it's true and false yeah like you can but there's also ways where you know kids nowadays i find that are not jumping towards a credit card. Like, they just mm-hmm. have cash to pay for things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, the idea of buying a car cash was like, what do you mean? <laughs> to me, even what now, do you mean? doing that Yeah, make this makes it, yeah. like, what do you mean pay cash? Oh, so you, you just so you, have $10,000 sitting just, around because I want a new one. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then, like, the way, you know, reading or hearing from Dave Ramsey, like, how he, you know, showed his children and how to do things and how to to prepare for certain things. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, those are the things that should have been taught long ago. It should have been taught in elementary school to every like elementary school all the way through to mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. These things should have been put in, but unfortunately, yeah. And two, maybe, you know, every demographic is different. You know, the south is known to not do well when it comes to public schooling. Mm-hmm. Um and educating students mm-hmm. in certain ways mm-hmm. and up north is different and so it isn't out west like mm-hmm. it's there's no set like schooling which is kind of kind of ridiculous mm-hmm. um, because we're all not we're not all um set out on the same level yeah none of us are mm-hmm. um but as far as like the adulting aspect i feel like you know i've you know at age 33 like now understanding that i could have invested in things mm-hmm back in the day um uh, you know paying for the things that i was paying for i shouldn't have per- i shouldn't have bought those things i should have been yeah. saving mm-hmm. like i i'm more frustrated at that and mm-hmm. i can't blame my mom either because you know she wasn't taught that much yeah as well she did well enough but mm-hmm. you know she wasn't taught so it's like i knew like from me like talking about these things like i know for 
as far as like generational curses like i'm not gonna continue that way like right. as far as yeah. it, it stops with me as far as like teaching my future generation it's not gonna be the same way mm-hmm. but i definitely like adulting can it hits it mm-hmm. hits you like a ton of bricks and it's like the other part of adulting is you know you gotta do your checkups as a mm-hmm. yeah as an adult and then being a woman there's mm-hmm. certain things you gotta do for that yeah. to take care of and i was just like oh no. why does i don't want to do it adulting i don't i don't want that and i also don't i have chosen or i've decided unless i get married or whatever i don't want a house mm-hmm. um i don't feel like that's something i want to have mm-hmm possibly like a townhome mm-hmm. perhaps but i don't want to i don't want to stay on house i don't want a huge lawn i don't want any mm-hmm. of that like yeah the idea of having a big space is nothing yeah. is not important to me i used to think yeah. like having a big house was what i was needed that? to have yeah. but i'm like no i don't even want walls in mine i, do, I don't know like, like a like, studio <laughs> yeah i literally was talking to and that makes a good point because like everyone is like the bigger the better the great okay yes i wanted a car and i wanted a new car because i believe i deserved it right right that's that's what i did yeah but when it comes to so i'm paying it ppp um (laughs) but when it comes to like a house and rent and stuff these people that were wise and have bought a house yeah so now they're charging me 1200 dollars for rent i'm just like because they did it correctly and i'm here doing it not correctly yeah and so now i'm over here paying 1200 dollars for a house and then i have all this other stuff right yeah i it's just asinine and i hate it and it's so dumb because what i want is i know i'm not going to be able to find what i want because i've looked anywhere Mm -hmm. i want just a massive room with everything there with no walls and just natural things like whether i put a curtain rod up to separate things or whatever that's what i want like because the to be like as minimalistic as possible, to not have to carry stuff, and um, the idea of being able to live out of a suitcase or whatever. Like, of course, I want my books and some pictures or whatever. But, yeah. But, but minimalist. But, but I don't need a big home, and and so like, oh well, the home. I mean, depending on your credit score, you can start at two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And I'm like, no, I can't imagine two hundred fifty thousand dollars right wow. now. My bank account has two hundred <laughs> or whatever, like in my checking, like. My savings, like, it just doesn't, my savings doesn't say that. Yeah. And so I'm having a hard time with that. Yeah. And the idea to have a savings to me is, like, super adulting because it's, like, each check I'm taking out money and I'm, like, don't touch that because you need it for if this happens or don't touch this because what if, like, this happens? And so it's, like, the idea of, like, not touching that is not as difficult. Mm-hmm. But $250,000 is so unimaginable to me. I can't fathom that. I don't. I don't have I any. Just, can, can I just have a, a room, a, like a big room with no walls? And Please. I, I feel like a lot of our the older generation looks down on the generation now because they're like, we had a house at that time. But I'm like, bro, you do know you paid for a brand new home for like ten thousand dollars, right? And yeah, the house is now and the quality of them being built as well. It's, it's, it's different. Stupid. They get blown over in a hurricane. Yeah, like if you look at the, the the structures of the new homes, which is the ones that are now, it's an absolute joke. So yeah. in the hurricanes, which were which are the ones that are lasting? Well, the ones that are built in the sixties and seventies, yeah. they also have the underground wiring, so they never lose electric. And I'm like, why aren't we doing this now? Like. During hurricanes, all these people in Palm Bay lose all, the, lose all their power. You know yeah. why? Because they just got the wires just hanging out on freaking poles. Yeah. Like, that's why. <laughs> like, but the ones that are in, like, you know. You well, would think. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's just, I think it's just laziness when you come down to it. Mm-hmm. And it's all about money. And it's, okay, here's something just on average. Because I, 
my job. I had to learn it. No, tell me. I'm going to learn. There's pregnancies. Like, yeah. for a woman to have a baby in America. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. $25,000. Freaking expensive. That's... So much money. And that is an un... Like... Uncomplicated, oh my God. just standard vaginal birth. That's okay? freaking. It's C-section is even. Oh, go ahead. Thirty-eight thousand dollars <laughs> in the U.S. Anywhere else is either a quarter or, or you less don't pay. Half. Or you don't pay. Or you don't pay. Yes. Freaking Australia, you don't pay any money. Go ahead. These people. <laughs> when people have the I, audacity to say anything about anything, I just can't. I just. I'm like, okay, especially with my job, people are like, oh, you have a cap of $125,000 on any kind of maternity. And I'm like, yeah, you know why? Because that gives you a good $100,000 cushion, okay? Like, I don't think people understand. It's like, why would you need that $100,000 cushion? Okay, mm-hmm. so why isn't that, boop, pop the baby out, good. Mm-hmm. Okay, people in Africa, they pop it out squatting and mm-hmm. they just walk off. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Like, and you know what? It's free. Mm-hmm. They it's- just... I mean, I don't know why I said Africa because I remember seeing a Nigeria like it's documentary. Fine. Sorry, like, no, it's, but, it's fine. I mean, it's just like genuinely true. But they also need like okay. I'm just keep going with that. Okay, so in Nigeria though, I was watching that because there was this woman that she was actually in that position, but the baby was like breech. Okay, oh, so you need so to have the one. the baby was dying. Yeah, and they didn't have any medical like anything to be able to help to cut her open to anything like yeah. twilight the junk out of that yeah like rip around you know what i mean like there was nothing that they could have done and the baby died like that to me that's horrible yeah. but over here in america yeah you can get all that you can get all the the, the great stuff but you pay you pay okay so my mom think i mean she has insurance which paid for pretty much most of it but yeah. you get the bill Mm-hmm. And the bill from the hospital, she had to go in and have mm-hmm. her, her full hysterectomy. You get the bill, and you literally pay for... It's kind of like going... The socks. They try to bill me for socks. The, that's what I was... I said, I, was I don't supposed, like those socks. They don't even fit on my... They put them back over my bill. They, $10. They have it on there. And then, look, it gets, it's like, to me, I liken it to, like, a hotel. When you have, like, little bar thing. Like, once you open that, and you start pulling stuff from it, mm-hmm. it everything you pull is just... Uh, money the money but it's like at the hospital you don't have a choice because they're like you gotta have these pills you gotta take this she had one I think a couple kind of the pills one was like two or three eighty four dollars another one a couple two or three one hundred and twenty dollars another one I was just like excuse me excuse me (laughs) how much I can get the whole bottle for twenty dollars and you charge me how much and and it just kept going and I'm like are you kidding are you kidding and and it was only a one night so I can just imagine the people who have to stay overnight. You have to, do, and then I mean the one you just talked about, like having a child, like Seriously. having a child. For me, first of all, I just can't see. I can't. I'm not that. I don't even want to. <laughs> see. Okay, that's what I'm gonna say. Like having a child. I had this argument with my my um, housemates in um, Australia because they're all guys, and they're kind of like I'm like I don't I want to have kids, but I don't want to have the kids. If that makes sense, I'm like I don't want to give birth to the child because the birthing process is horrifying uh, it's scary it's your body gets torn apart your this thing is going and they're like but it's it's about i don't i don't care i don't want, <laughs> I, don't want it. I don't want it and i'm like i'll probably do it but i don't want it mm-hmm. and so and then i'm just like the idea and then if you're not in you know places like australia or south korea you're paying 
so much. Twenty five to thirty five thousand dollars just to have one child. I just wanted to pick up my phone to show you the graph of what I looked up, but I, I won't. Out it's, of respect, it's fine. <laughs> but the thing, it's like you see, we're in the red. Anyways, it's too expensive. It's and then also like the idea of how much it costs to adopt a baby. I get it. I get it. That's a major life adult thing, but you know, like I. I get the process because there's pedophiles out there. And right. That makes sense. And stuff. I get that. But to charge somebody. That much money thousands, too. Thousands. Like yeah. 20, 20 something thousand dollars for. Yeah. Why? I can buy them a plane ticket. Yeah. And then it'll be less. You do a couple signatures. And now they're that that person's. Why? Why has it got to be that big of a process? It's not like you have to put them in like. Like solitary confinement to make sure they don't have rabies or something it's yeah. a baby yeah or it's a and it's an adult or it's a like i i just don't understand that process either i mean cool thing plug for medisure but like they have where depending on what you have like they help to pay for that yeah like do other insurances have that like if it's a health insurance like i don't think so i mean it's insane i'm like i would have like for any kind of health coverage i would have never thought adoption to be something to, to, oh, to yeah, add yeah like oh, Adoption, like that's somebody's child, like somebody's adding that. I would have never have thought to help. How can we help fund that? And to me, that's uh, that hurts at the same time. But it's like, does everyone's like actual health? In it? Like, I mean, if you guys are actually responding to her, like, let me know. But yeah. like, yeah. said, not looking it up. Yeah. But it's insane. I, I'm sorry, and this is a huge segue, and we can wrap it up. But I listened to this podcast the other day, which okay. So as far as like. Like orphanages in the yeah. states, mm-hmm. there's this one story of this lady. Her name is Georgia Tan. Mm-hmm. This is back in like late, early ish 1900s, mm-hmm. but she grew up in a pretty much affluent area. Um, became a social worker when she was about I think 20 or maybe well 17 years old. She noticed that like there's a lot of kids that were out in the streets or whatever were who were poor and mm-hmm. you know felt like they're they're living situation wasn't great and of course a person who's poor yes so living situation is not mm-hmm. great yeah. but you have the family right anyways she started a business of basically stealing people's kids and selling them to affluent people mm-hmm. so over the years i think course of 30 decades or three decades she started a business of baby selling so basically she started the whole black market on selling babies mm-hmm. Um, yet it got to the point to where they had a baby, what's called a baby farm, mm-hmm. where the the lady would, her and her people would go around and they would see like, you know, family members who were poor, which they, that's all they preyed upon was the poor people. So whenever they saw, and mostly the people that like children they wanted were like kids with like, um, blue eyes, blonde hair or mm-hmm. blue eyes, red hair. So they had a type, but then they would take the kid. You know, lie to the parents and say, hey, we're going to take your child to the hospital to get them some medical checkups since you can't afford it. And when they would do that, they wouldn't bring the child back. And then what happens is she would gather all these kids together and wouldn't have places to give them to yet because the parents didn't. Again, she had a thing like it was basically kids on file. Uh They were a a service. You're like, I want a blue eyed child. And they're like, Mm. hey, I have two or three of these. Which one do you want? It's literally that's how it was. And then the ones that are surplus of babies that she would have, she would take them to these baby farms. And these are owned by people who were poorer, and this is the way they made money. But they didn't take care of the children. So they basically had the children sitting there. They weren't sold. Mm-hmm. They would kill the children. And what the way they would kill the children is they would, 
either bang their head with a hammer, take the child, smack them on the wall. Um, yeah, this is this actually happened. So she basically inadvertently was the one that kind of pushed the reason why certain things are so stringent as mm-hmm. far as like adopting in orphanages. Mm-hmm. But also she was the one back in the day adopting kids was seen as a terrible, like a bad thing. So she kind of made it seem like a good thing because mm-hmm. kids would be adopted out to affluent people because, you know, celebrities and whoever would want like kids and they're like, I'll just go into this lady and she'll set me up with what I want. Mm-hmm. The products that I want is what it was called. Mm-hmm. The children were called product. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was the one that kind of made adoption cool. So it is what it is now, unfortunately, because of what she did. Mm-hmm. But the story behind it is just like, holy crap, like this whole thing started off of this crazy lady mm. and the things, it's just, it was a sad story. There's a lot of things, a lot of kids who yeah. grew up not knowing that they were sold as property, as a product to their parents. So <laughs> that was another way sidebar, yeah. way, way sidebar. I'm like traumatized. Trust me, when I heard it, I was just like, holy crap, there's nuts people but anyways um as far as adulting goes that's the way it is and as millennials as well because i guess we're, we're considered you know a lot of people think that we're that's the generation that expects to do thing get things without doing things which yeah. i can kind of see where they come from mm-hmm. there's some people who are who are like that mm-hmm. um but i'm definitely not one of those yeah i don't think i, I want the stuff and i want to work for it but i don't have the means to afford no sort of house mm-hmm. and i'm not going to because you know what houses are expensive too property taxes and that's adulting too hard see now you're <laughs> that's another oh no see we're not doing that property taxes i'm not even no no we're not going there hundred <laughs> and then no see then you owe money no we're not doing that <laughs> anyways so that's that's a little topic for today we'll just end it out with a little outro We're started again. It's not even that much of an outro. It's, anyways, this is a positive thing. Like, what, what are some good things that have been happening so far past couple of weeks in your life? I get a raise. Mm-hmm. That's adulting. So see, yes, 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 yes. Get that I raise. Did my get job. that money. <laughs> get that money. You're just and you got a promote. Did you get a promotion? Just got a raise. No, we just started. My department's a new department. Okay. Um, since it's like a, one that they started in October, mm-hmm. so it's like there's death flooding, so I keep watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I see it too. I'm an adult. I'm an adult. Squirrel. But yeah, so I'm part of the new department, and they didn't think it was gonna be as successful as it was, and so it's been doing well. yeah, it has. Um, essentially. I try to keep people on membership, not like forcing them, but just remind them why yeah. and do a genuine compare and contrast to like, you want to go to this insurance um, or you want to stay here and this is the reason why you should stay here versus up here. And usually what gets people is like, well, a lot of, <laughs> a lot because it's a Christian, it's a, it's a Christian well, God, thing, right? I mean, I guess God is, <laughs> one of my favorite things is like we have um, in California, Did you pray about it? Well, I mean, that's fine. When people say, well, God told me, I'm like, fine, I'll just do it. I don't want to, like... like oh, you can't say anything about that. Some people just do it. I'm like, fine, I get it, okay? But when it comes to, um, like, 
we have um, a credit union that's America's Christian Credit Union. It's and it's out of California. Yeah. And so they had a brochure that went out that said America's Christian Credit Union, the bank for you, but like or your family and for everyone, something along those lines, right? But it had like the like a, a husband and wife, and then it had like a, some black people. It had like you know it has it's like a mix Hispanic of diversity. People, and then there was like a gay couple in there. And so I get a phone call from these people, and they're like, I can't support this because it has the homosexual <gasps> yes! agenda. Oh my god, no! Literally, like the call. Okay, first of all, his mommy called, and I'm like, listen, okay. Oh. But he goes. I want to withdraw from the program. I'm not even getting accent like that because y'all are endorsing homosexuals. And I'm like, sir, no, we're not. I'm like, it's part of our guidelines. Like, you have to look at your eyes. He's like, that's not what this brochure says from ACC. I'm like, that's ACCU. I was like, and we actually are like, like going to a different bank account in general, but it's like, it's just not working out with ours. But it's, <laughs> and so I was like, sir, I was like, I was like, the Bible I read, like, Jesus sat with a tax cluster to, like, cluster. Cluster. And, like, prostitutes. And I'm like, and this is who we're supposed to be, like, ministering to and be around and, you know, just, you know, jump right into it. He's like, well, I'm not affiliating with homosexuals. So I crack up. I'm like, I'm done. I can't. I was like, fine. I'm like, I get it, dude. I was like, but you know, by going to insurance, I was like, I'm putting your withdrawal on, but by going to insurance, you are paying for abortions and you are paying for sex change operations that gay people are getting. So it's fine. I'll just go ahead and put it in here for you. That's no problem with me. And I was like, bye bye. Did you all, is that only the one? Did you have any more like that? Like that, that saw no. something like that? Yeah, there was quite a few people that withdrew from that but it's like like I was like dude I was like I get super like I'm not offended by things that people say when they're ignorant but it's yeah. like do you know I'm like I was like you're you speaking know? to a product of like gay parents like you're speaking to people I'm like <laughs> see that's that's a topic to talk about too because a lot of I okay sorry segue into what you're talking about you're completely fine <laughs> similar to what you're speaking on a lot of times when we want to and I understand certain things you cancel it's your own morals and values like yeah. it, you have to you police yourself, 100%. you know, based on your heart, you know, and as long as you're, you know, acting in love, like there's certain people who yeah. their heart says, let me treat this person the way that I treat. I don't know who's Anyone, telling yeah. them, yeah. but that's not here nor there. But my thing is like, if we're, we're going to be, especially people who are mm. Christian or Catholic and they're like, I don't want to endorse this, mm. but I'm like, well, then you might as well just eat dirt. Cause everything. there's going to be something behind everything that you do. 100%. Yeah. And you know, they yes, morally, about, you got to choose where you're going to cut and, you know, and I'm yeah. not going to judge you for that, but I'm like, seriously, certain things, it's like, yeah. Co- Stop saying Come on. I'm not going to, okay, so cool. <laughs> so do you not want, like, that food or something you're eating that was probably made by, do you care about that? Like, does, the wisdom doesn't jump out from people sometimes. 100%. And so I'm just like, do you, you, you know what? Do your thing. Do whatever. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Then don't, yeah. don't buy that thing. Don't do that. You just need to go outside and eat mm. the, the grass and don't ask for anything. Don't eat Chick-fil-A because they don't like homosexuals apparently. Or and else. many that people. That controversy back in the day. And people who are, and I, most of my gay friends, and they're like, we love Chick-fil-A. See, and, and they're like, I know that they said those things back in the, end of the day, but I like to eat it. So even then, yeah. it's like, well, we we have, there are certain things you give and take, and there's certain things you just not, it's like, you're, it doesn't sit well with you, then is a no. But that's for yeah. you. But man, come on, come on. I, yeah, the, the fact that I was also, like, homosexual. Sexual. And his mommy called. I was like, oh, your mom called about this and tried to withdraw you. I was like, you know that 
he's like, that's why I'm calling you because my mom couldn't withdraw me. Like, Sir, you are 28 years old. Oh. Like, see, then he's an adult. Um, yeah, he is. And I can't have him. Mom is saying, hey, son, you got withdrawal. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, and that's why you are not married. <laughs> see I can't be hearing those kind of calls I would just like it was hard I had to mute him and literally laugh like I could not deal I was like and I told my people because Tim Chris is one of my people and I'm like just want you to know that he is with John because he does not want to be <laughs> homosexual. gay with homosexuals <laughs> and he was like no way and I'm like do not laugh because I gotta go back <laughs> sir sir are you-, are you still there Okay, sorry, we're just gonna <laughs> I put that in there for you. But I mean like when people like okay, so I don't think people understand when they have insurance, it's like it doesn't matter. Like they're yeah. not screening you yeah. when like it's like they do actually, but they're not like if you're homosexual, if you're straight, if you're transgender, they they understand yeah. those things and they don't care. Yeah. But what people don't understand was when they say things like that that are super offensive and, and just oh, heartless really, like are you really researching what you're going to? Yeah. Like you're, uh, oh, you're, yeah. you're walking away from something that has a genuine Christian beliefs and values or whatever, what you're saying yeah. to something that isn't a genuine insurance and they do exactly what you are against. So it was kind of like funny, but stupid of him at the same time. But I'm sure he's doing just what his mommy told him to do. But at the same time, it's like, if this is something that you're genuinely like believing, then with leaving this program is, the worst thing you can do for your beliefs. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a valid point. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> you look at insurances. I mean, it's. The, I mean, all of it. Um, in all, general. All of them. Just in general. But I'm just saying. So you want to say that? I said fine. See, I couldn't. I could never. Man. Yeah. It was. I like in what I you do. Done. Kind of like people who are on the SNLs. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they're they're not supposed to break character. Yeah. But that's kind of when you said that they. Just, I just like. Can't. Like. Oh. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm so- <laughs> just like the whole time, like it's happened. Like there, were, there <laughs> there's been times where I just absolutely could not be. I'm like, excuse me, I'm choking. I'm choking. <laughs> and I'm dying <laughs> laughing. So I've got the I'm choking. I'm water down pat. And so <laughs> I'm choking. He's like, wow, excuse me. <laughs> but it's like if you laugh quietly, like that's like because people are. Just- it's so bad. There's some things that are just so... Oh, man. I'm tearing. Absolutely I just, ridiculous. Oh, but my that's, gosh. That's the... I think the... That, <laughs> I'm so, okay, I still yeah. have a side hustle. I'm trying to, like, transition. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just can't think... You know our job. I just want to talk about all the dumb stuff I have to experience every day. Oh, jeez. Um, I can't. That's yeah. a, That was... Oh, oh, my God. Thank you for that. Thank You're you. welcome. That was... I, mm, mm, Homosexual. Mm. <laughs> Homosexual gender. All right. Anyways, I'm gonna. <laughs> anyways, guys. Uh, until next time. Um, um, this was fun with Holly. I hope you have a great day. Yes. This is your as always as usual. Holly will make you laugh. Um. Anyways, until next time, guys. We will talk later. Have a good night or day or whatever it is. And make sure you try something new. Do something new. Inspire somebody to do something new. Because you can. Okay? Okay, bye.